This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. We'll uh, take questions to James Milner, who's our player first, please, um, because he can do other media duties and then get back to uh, prepare and then we'll take questions to the coach. Yeah, it's quite difficult to see from this vantage point. I think uh, if we can get the microphone to Juliet in the front from the BBC, we've got two questions for James to uh, kick us off with, I think. James, I just thought the Virgil was saying it was a little bit a wake-up call. Do you fancy this fixture as being more straightforward than your last Champions League outing? I don't think any Champions League games are straightforward. Um, and it'll be a tough game. Um, you know, they're strong at home, they're strong side anyway. Um, you know, I think they had a good European campaign last year and obviously after a good result against Napoli they're going to be full of confidence and and wanting to be a, uh, put on a good performance and be a big test for us. It's pretty mad though to think that, you know, the last couple of seasons you haven't won away in the group stages. Is it because it's like such a key period domestically as well as on a European basis, the way the two, these two competitions run? Yeah, I think that might come into it. There's a lot of games around this period. It's, it's tough. A lot of international breaks as well, so it's hard to get that rhythm. and. Um, plenty of games but on the other hand we haven't been good enough away from home and that's the simple fact of the matter um, we have to be better away from home and there are no easy games in the Champions League at home or away so we have to be better we have to improve but obviously the amount of the games that we have that might be a factor but we have a very good squad of players and an experienced squad of players how to deal with that so we need to improve away from home um, we know that and hopefully we can do that starting tomorrow Why do you find it so difficult then? What is it about playing away in Europe? Well I think um, we've had some very good results away from home as well um, I think Bayern Munich stands out as a, a good result away from home as well so you know which stats you can paint how you want you know obviously we can think about the Bayern game which was a, a massively important game and we went there and did the business against one of the best teams in Europe whereas you can turn around and say the group games and, and this and that so um, we, we want to win we go into every game wanting to win it, it won't be easy but um, we have to go out there and perform to make that happen OK one more Juliet and then we're going to go to uh, Chris Baskin and then we'll come along the front row here I think uh, James and Neil have got questions so we'll come to them. Well, it's just a quick one. Patrice Epperson said last night you frustrated the hell out of him as a player. Um, who frustrates the hell out of you? Uh, <laughs> players. Um, <laughs> what? Um, frustrated? Um, yeah, no, but who's the club? I don't know, really. It's hard to name one, obviously. Um, it's nice to know that Patrice thinks I was a nuisance. <laughs> Patrice? Yeah. There's one that speaks quite a lot. Are you, are you uh, gutted that you're one of the few that hasn't been nominated for the Ballon d'Or? Or more seriously, what do you think it says about the club that's that so many, it's quite extraordinary that so many players have that? Yeah, I think it's well deserved. The lads are in there. I think it says a lot about the team and, and the, the job we're doing as a club and, and as a squad collectively. And, um, you know, there's probably a couple more who, who weren't in there who could have had a chance as well. And so that says a lot about the team and, you know, getting to back-to-back Champions League final I think helps as well but um, I think the great thing about the squad you can see how we play we play as a team the team comes first and everyone does the job on both sides of the ball and individual awards are great they come along but you have to be doing the business as a team and win trophies as a team and I think you can see that's the mentality within the squad and the team always comes first and if there's individual awards to be picked up on the way then that's great and that's recognition for the job you're doing but every single player is I know for a fact to sacrifice individual awards for, for the team team trophies. 
Okay, we'll go to Chris McKenna, and we are going to come down the front here for find a few questions for James. Chris? Obviously, this period where there is a lot of games, does that suit you? Because it, it means more rotation in the midfield, and it means more chances for you to get, get game time as well. Um, you know, I, I think as, as a player, you want to play as many games as you can, so... Um, every time you get that chance to go out there and perform you need to do it to the best of the ability and, uh, and make it difficult for the manager to leave it out and um, like I said before we've got a strong squad of players and the competition's um, strong in every position and that's exactly what, what we need uh, to push each other to perform so um, having that amount of games is what happens when you're successful and we're lucky enough to be in that um, we're still in all the trophies and we go out there to win every single game we can so we'll try and do that and uh, I think all the players are used to it now and it doesn't make it any easier you know the boys with the internationals and travelling and things like that as well but um, you know we've, we've gone the distance in this competition for a couple of years in a row and we know what it's all about so we need to carry on doing that and um, you know we need to keep looking after ourselves and hopefully um, have the luck with the injuries and things like that as well OK I think James Pierce down the front uh, and then Neil uh, if you two can pass it to the James first please Hi James um, obviously we saw Alison Becker back in goal at Old Trafford on the weekend, but obviously the team has coped magnificently without him. But what much, how much of a difference will it make having him back in? Yeah, I think Adrian done fantastically well. It wasn't easy for him to step in at the time he did. He hadn't trained much. He, he wasn't much fit, and he came in and the job he done made some massive saves and big times in games. So he's done a fantastic job and slipped straight into the squad. So um, can't say enough good things about him. But obviously Ali, we know how good he is. We know how well he did in his first season and what he brings to the team both in goalkeeping as a character but also with his ability with his feet as well so he's obviously massive but um, and, and, and will help us again and, and hopefully it'll take him hopefully it won't take him too long to get back up to speed because it's not easy as well having a broken pre-season and, and things like that obviously with the tournament in the summer but um, again like I said the, the job Adrian done while he was playing was fantastic just in terms of your own future, have there been any developments on the contract front? Do you expect to still be a Liverpool player this time next season? <laughs> Who knows, you know, um, th there's been talks, so uh, hopefully it gets resolved uh, sooner rather than later, but at this moment I'll just keep playing football as well as I can. <laughs> and, uh, Neil? Okay. You mentioned the squad and the importance of the squad. How pleased was the Seattle Alarm? I want to make such a big contribution to the weekend after he's had difficult seasons. Yeah, delighted. I think um, we all know how good Adam is. Um, and you know you need that look in football and he hasn't seemed to have it over the last couple of years and nobody sees the side um, within the dre uh, training ground when he's working in the gym tirelessly and, and trying everything and coming back and putting the graft in and the long hours and every attention to detail possible um, so for him to come back and score in, in a massive game and get a massive point for us was fantastic and uh, everyone's delighted for him and it shows again We've talked about being successful, but you need a full squad of players and competition and, and top quality players. And he's proved many times how good he is. So it's great to have him back. And he's not only on the field with his ability, but the character he is and, and the voice he is in the dressing room is, is very important to us. Any more for James before we let him go and do his TV duties? Okay, brilliant. Thanks, James. Appreciate Thanks. it. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Um, I think Juliet will probably kick us off for the broadcasting for Jürgen, and then we'll go uh, around the room. Please grab my attention with a wave, and if you've got a question for Jürgen, try and get as many of you as you can. Juliet, would you like to take the first couple? OK, Jürgen, in terms of team news, how's it looking with Mo? Um, obviously, we saw that he trained 
today back in the UK? Yeah, that looks promising, to be honest. That, um, yesterday we were not sure still, um, today it looked good, so we have to wait how he reacts overnight. We don't, will not go any risk, though, but um, it's, today it looked really good. That's, uh, that's so, that was important. Um, yeah, and Trent and Joel are not even here, so then it's clear that they probably will not be available for tomorrow. But is Trent, is it, it's a virus or something, so should he be okay later in the week or, or not? I hope so. Nobody told me something different, so it's, yeah, he's ill. So whatever that means then, I didn't ask now, does this maybe play tomorrow, so for tomorrow it's not available. Somebody will tell me in the uh, appropriate moment how exactly it looks. But we had contact this morning per short message, so he was, so I can imagine when Trent says, I cannot, but then he cannot. So that's how it is. Um, uh, yeah, things has happened in that period of the year to all, to, to all the people and the football players as well. Not cool, but um, that's something will not be the last time, probably, for any player. That's it. Yeah, Joel. It's the same thing that before the Man United game, we thought the two weeks are enough that other things can settle. It's not a serious thing, but it's serious enough that he's not available tomorrow. That's all. And James, like we were talking about, you know, being a key period in the season and everything else, it's that rotation and demand on the players, I guess, now because. With the games coming thick and fast, international, European, domestic. How difficult is it now when you are coming up against a side like game? People would suggest that this should be quite, as to James, quite straightforward. On James' answer, there's no Champions League game which is straightforward. I think so. It's just. If we saw Genk, and it makes absolute sense that you do that before you judge an opponent, if you saw Genk against Salzburg, not only the result, the game, then you would have said after half an hour, which result would you suggest, and the result which was there at the end would not be part of any of any ideas of anybody. So, uh, because it just didn't look like that, they were really good. When they lost the game, but against Napoli it was really good. We don't want to make Genk bigger than they are, but they are in the Champions League and they play good football they're at home and they can be annoying what they were against Napoli. Napoli had big chances, but Genk had parts of the game. They play good football, it's a brave team. They became last year champion in Belgium, which is not so easy. Lost a couple of players, but found others and are again a good team, changed the manager, all that stuff. So we just have to be there here with the right mindset, yes. And for us it's a very intense period. We nearly. I don't know, some of my players have now already kind of 17 games, that's a, that's a, that's a half of season in Germany, so um, with the international games and stuff like that, so that's it, no problem, we are not tired, not at all, it's all good, but of course we have to change situation, positions, but we have to change anyway too, already, with Joel and, and Trent, and then let's see what we can do on top of that, but it's never for changing, it's always for being best prepared for the next opponent, and that's tomorrow gang, and we wanted to find the team, and I think we found it, which can make life uncomfortable for gang, and it's a very important part of the game. Okay, last question, Joe, is then we're going to go and leave him to Dominic King. Just following on what James was saying about Alison being back and, and Adrian, was it? I can't remember which way it was, but how did um, how did Adrian take that? I mean, obviously there was a disappointment, but he's not, not not really. I, I think he was maybe a little bit disappointed, but he didn't show it at all. So it was clear from the first second um, when when Adrian signed the contract that in the moment, as long as Ali is fit and makes no not I don't know how many 10, 15 mistakes in a row that that that, that, that we will not talk about the position one or two, and. Um, and that was clear from, from the beginning. It was always clear that in the moment he's fit again and he will play. And he took it completely, 
calm, professional, but how about, can you say in training you didn't see anything? I think they go come quite, uh, quite good with each other, um, similar language at least. <laughs> and um, so the spirit in that training group is anyway really good with Jack and John and together with Queef and really five goalkeeper experts. So I, I like watching them, I have no clue what they do, but um, I like watching them. And um, so now how many said, let's make sure that um, Ali can get rhythm back in training. It looks unbelievable, but the game is still uh, the, the, it's something different, so really looking forward for a season, um, a healthy season for Ali from now on. That would be really good. Andy Hunter and Duncan, Jürgen, you've always said that you you want to make Liverpool a destination for for players rather than like a stepping stone to other places. Uh, does seven nominations for the Ballon d'Or show that you're on top of, of the Champions League, but show that you've arrived at that point now? Oh, I don't know. I've never thought about that. I heard. That uh, we have seven nominees. And my question was the same: Who is not nominated? <laughs> um, but it's yes, it's, it's it's nice. I don't understand. I really don't know too much about these kind of things. To be one hundred percent honest, um, what it means to the players and stuff like this. I think when you win it, it's big. When you don't win it, hopefully it doesn't hurt too much. Um, but it's a very good sign. But after last season, what we played, it's normal that a lot of players um, have to be nominated if there are any football experts. But um, to be one, I was honest. I was I was surprised when we were the other at the other award, um, and no player from Man City was in that team. To be honest, uh, because they, we all know they 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 played really good football. But is it now about playing in a specific tournament, or is it how you perform or whatever? So yes, it's important. But that, um, if you do that, then you should really have the right view. I think our seven players are all deserved there, um, but. If that's the sign for us, uh, that we from now on are a destination for players, I don't know. We will see that it looks like. We feel all comfortable with each other. We want to work together for the next couple of years or more. So that's how it is. But um, we will see what the future brings. We don't know that. Okay. No, yes. Just, just off of the fact that you had seven. How did you feel? What, what sort of sense of pride do you, do you feel seeing that and knowing that there could be some more? Because it, it, it is quite unprecedented for a team. I'm, I'm, I'm proud in general on the boys, 100%, but I, I didn't feel proud in that moment when I heard it. I think all seven of my boys are nominated for whatever. And that, I, I don't feel things like that, but I, I like them. Um, a lot, and I'm happy when they, when they win things. That's how it is. I'm not sure if I should be proud in a moment like this. I have not too much to do with that. So they, that's that's just the situation. The football we played, yes, that helped, um, but not more. I I don't know too enough about these kind of competitions, to be honest. Okay, and um, this one I'm going to go to the two guys in the front right. Pass the uh, microphone over to Ask the question. Soon. <laughs> I don't know when he will start, but then, yeah, Nabi is, don't know exactly, but it's now it's one and a half, two weeks in full training, roundabout. That's what you like when, I, when, I, when I'm sweaty, you can have that, then it gets top that, uh, unbelievable. Um, so, 
and he looks good in training, really good. That's why he played. They all look good in training. That's why we, we made the changes what we, uh, we made, in, and because we really knew they can have an impact in that game. And, and um, yeah, I was really happy. That was the best, the best news of the whole day. Not the result, not uh, the goal score, which was nice, but that these three guys, which are very important players to us, in a, in a moment when you don't win, it's not easy to have rhythm or get rhythm when you don't play that much can perform like this in a, in a game, because in training I see it a lot. So that was best news. And um, yeah, that's it. So I don't know, but it will not be, it will not be long anymore. Okay. Question, two questions down there. Okay, now we'll probably call it after that, unless there's anybody particularly from the, uh, the Belgian press who have a question. So definitely. Hi, Mr. Pop. What do you like, especially about racing imports, their strength, according to you, and which player do you personally like? Oh, I don't talk about um, individuals when I talk about opponent. I think it's a, a really... Uh, a really good football playing team, just so good organized, uh, good organized, um, really brave in their positioning, um, how they try to to have influence on the game, have a playing build up. If you press them high, maybe not that much, but that's smart. Then they then they go for second balls, do that well, have speed, wingers inside, good good midfielders, just. Um, what can I say? A very, very active fullbacks. So that, that that's really that's really a good football team. You you look at it. My, my first impression was, um, the, was the first thing I saw was the result against Salzburg. And then I watched the game back, and I thought, wow, that's pretty much the opposite of what I would have expected. So now that's that's how it is, and you all know that better than I do. Um, against Napoli, that was they are able to do that as well. Staying always dangerous. I'm, I'm I'm really impressed. I have to say, I'm really impressed. It's a it's just a good team with a good idea of football. And we have to make a really, really good game to have a chance to win tomorrow. That's what we know, but that's why we are here. Okay, final couple of minutes. We've got one to catch my hand. We've got Alison Affinger. Yes. A, a, a similar question to, to the one to James. You, you've obviously had two incredible seasons in the Champions League. So, uh, is it a concern these results away from home in the group stages, or because you've done so well anyway, does it not really matter? How you view, view oh, no. these results? Last year we were lucky with the with the how tight the group was and that, that you could lose three times away um, and still have a chance to, to make it through the group. That will not happen this year. That will not happen, so it's completely different. We are not, no, we don't rely on home games or whatever, but obviously we like to say European nights at Anfield are really special, but other teams can make a special atmosphere as well. And it's typical there, they are all not all the same. We could have won away games, to be honest, um, performance-wise, which we didn't win uh, for some reason. But um, we know that's not, um, that's not historically good, what we did in the last two years. But in general, the, the, the Champions League obviously was really good, which we played. We did the right things, at least in the right moment. Um, but we don't rely on, 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 on these things. We know that we have to improve um, and we try again and again and again until it works out. Sorry, the mic is now not working, and you were yeah, speaking really loud. Yeah, <laughs> so Divock Origi came through Genk. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Through the Genk system. Yeah. I Oh, it's long ago. Huh? It's long ago. I know. I didn't. I didn't speak yet to him about it, and um, I don't think he still knows. Um, a lot of players. Did he play together with somebody of, of, the, of the action? Did he? With the? Uh, no, with Peter Gerkes, but he's not here. But he 
Yeah. Yeah. And then you ask me about Anderlecht. No, um, I didn't ask him. Um, but that, I, I never do that actually. If you played uh, three, four years ago, we played then against the old team. It's not too interesting. But players tell them because they don't want to know who were their best friends or stuff like this or where they're strong. That's what Anderlecht is for. Um, we do that quite um, objective and uh, not subjective. So we, we, we just um, prepare for a game. And um, no, we didn't speak to Div about that, but yeah, it's a nice story. He can he can tell us a lot about Belgium, obviously, but uh, where we are here. And um, I think you ask him what you can do here, <laughs> and I cannot say what um, what he said. Then as an answer. answer. <laughs> That's why I don't tell the the, the answer. Yeah. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Welcome. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.